So Adrian, you pumped? I'm pumped. Are you pumped? Yeah, I'm so psyched right now, Mike. I, I feel it. I feel it so much that I've never been as pumped before. Hey, let's just roll it right now. Right now. I'm 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 just flying back from the stage and I've got a jet lag. Twenty years of the Friday Rock Show with Adrian and Tony. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> buzzard, buzzard, bastard. It's my life. Tony Wilson. On tonight's show, we've got some great music from Iron Maiden, Green Day, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Queens of the Stone Age, Scissor Fight, Bon Jovi. All the best bits for the last 10 years. Continues with Typo Negative and Tenacious D. Plus, we've got a ton of letters from all our loyal correspondents over the last 10 years. Plus, all sorts of nostalgia and FRS mayhem. But to kick it all off on this very special night, it's Queen to the Stone Age. And no one knows.
Stone Age there kicking it off. This is the Friday Rock Show, and it's been 20 years since our last broadcast. That was 20 years ago. September 19th. Back in 1987, (laughs) you've got lucky tonight if you just switched on the radio. You are on the VIP list. You've been officially invited for the next two hours. It's going to be nostalgia, mad moments from the last 10 years of rock shows. Excuse me. It's only us. Nothing like you, my agent. Nothing anywhere in the world like it. No one else does it. Nothing like you anywhere in the world anyway. What are you saying about me? Tony's still here 20 years down the line, still got the red bobble cap on. That's it. Still Lisbon. Can you fix those kind of things? Can't fix more I have anyway. <laughs> no, no. Dear Bordelary. But a fuckery lads. Oh, the past is all history now. That's it, gone, gone forever, lads. He's been here for 20 years and there's been a lot of water under the Lower Street Bridge since then. <laughs> You've survived all the snakery thrown at you from all the big rutches. A fair fucking flares to you. But you know what, lads? I think the days are getting faster now. How is this modern technology and the changes would sicken a dead dog, wouldn't they? They would. Sure, 20 years ago were the, the days of bloodery in the town square. Remember, lads, for it used to be the punks, the knacker travellers and the locals all drawing anger from each other. There was baiting outside the undertakers and all. Mammy told me never to go near it, but sure I hopped on a ten-wheel super speed racer to see the bloodery. Then I'd meet up with Martin and him parading around saying he had a magnum P.I handgun and he showed the head clean off ya yeah. <laughs> never thought oh liar he was liar and he used to get boxes up both the punks and the locals for having a toothless head like a bath bug I <laughs> 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 remember well, like it was 10 years ago Mrs Coney down the road was slapping off the piano making an awful fucking racket well funny face granddaughter out the front garden howling low with no brain in her head she was I used to taste her quite rotten until she drove me a box in the mickey Mammy had to put the ice pack on it for her day nearly, and the fucking flares had to be hung out to dry. <gasps> Mammy was never happy with me walking up in Nettie Morgan's in the square, sweeping up the sand and blood off the pub floor. The pub floor, though, not the pub. Pup, not the pup. The pup would be a young dog. I was working at the pub. He, he used to fucking play me in bummers, and that fair tore the head off. <laughs> I was saying doubly. I used to hop on home on the ten-wheel super speed racer, ready to go for a wicked. Poor old Cashman must have thought they were hearing the banshee, but the roars of me down the hill home. The wolfhounds are trying to bite me wheels. Mammy got fierce facts at me, me wild head, me madness, and I'd never get to dinner. I'd be locked out and wake up the next day in the field of hay after night on the poker. Oh, yeah, I used to love them poker machines. Real life in a television box they was. Who used to play them them games machines in the shepherds with the cousin. But then the owner, uh, what's her name? Dolly, she fucked us out with her vinegary tits. Uh, that was that. <laughs> she wanted us no more. Uh, as the cousin was playing Kung, <laughs> Kung Fu Dreams. Kung Fu Dreams? I'm having Kung Fu Dreams. Kung Fu Dreams. Uh, Bruce Lee lost uh, on him. What was that? Everybody was Kung Fu Fires and... <laughs> I was bluttering in the square. How was that now? I bet you now know that one. <laughs> Fuck yes. <laughs> Hanging out with a joystick with the anger in me was. Only after he was thrown in Newcastle Mental Institution. <coughs> was I like. <laughs> Was I let back into dollies, only to buy the chips. 
but no more machines. Dolly said I was a machine. Sure I wasn't a machine. Mammy used to say there was a machine in my head. All right, but it would just be broken, like a washing machine. I'd stop working one day, and only for the odd dribbles of water leaking out every now and then, and again, it'll be real dead end for sure, as always always was. <laughs> well, anyway, what have these days now, anyway, huh? Daisy Morgan's uh, ser- serving points with the little baby Jesus up in heaven. Mrs. Coney's up there too, playing along with the Sunderland spoon sex. Uh, John Joe's Red Cadet wants a time parked outside the Pratty Church's <laughs> bottom of the quarry, after me and the cousin pushed it all the way on the road. And that was no handbrake and all. Mm. The Woolpack pub is all boarded up and full of Norton, but memories? Ah, uh, used to be some place that was ten years ago. Oh, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck You always even played up there once. You know, I, was was it? I, I, was it? I remember well, ladies. We couldn't find a place for about two hours. I know. I, I'm no fucking age, I remember that one. That was some fight at the end. Haha, <laughs> the locals were far short to be putting rats on the map if they were biting up some famous DJs. I swore you'd never get out alive. But then I swore a lot too. Ah, the curses me. Mammy hated the bad tongue that I had. Like some darky I was, she said. Nah, she had me holes down the haggard with the water now dinner after. And I'd have to cut the heads off the chickens before I had to soap it all. Now mind it, eh? But the town's a graveyard now, fucking lads. They're all dead by the bottle or murdered straight off. Sure, the place is now full of clean-dressed people and big wheelery jeeps who talk like they be chewing on Mr. Smith's toffee apples. All they do is pop into centre on the Saturday to buy the weekend steakery and winery. Never seen the likes of it. No, betting on the horses laughing with the mirth from the bruisers or heading on to the corner house to watch the footy with Kinch or even heading the pool table for a few hours with Kevin and Dorma in Jacob's the past home till the dinner. Everything now stays out of the town. Curse of the place, I tell you. It's all gone. Gone forever. Honestly, Jesus. <laughs> I don't head out at all now onto the town on my 10 speed super speed racer. That's because I lost it last year in the forest. My mother was shite in the dark. <laughs> All I can do now, lads, is hang around the trees in the park near me mammy. Though I do see hope, lads. Some new twisted lad lives out near the gates of the park where his eyes live. Goes for the runs every night three times around the mansion in the park. He has to sway in and I'm talking to himself like he was frustrated. Shouting about bitches. Footballering Spider-Man comics. Running around in a tight green goblin leggings. Don't know where they got them from, but he looks right and he doesn't look right to me. I have to say hello one evening to him. Uh, how's it going? Maybe I can take him into the go and play the machines again. I hope he's full of friendly. Anyway, all the best lads for the next 20 years. I'm playing with some Sean, Jess and Black Arses. All the fucking best is right, lads. Best of all. All the fucking best story. Dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. Peter Farrow there. <laughs> fair, fair play to you, Peter. Ah, uh, jeez, I remember being in the Woolpack. Well, that was, that? That was like 1996. All right, well, this one is for you then, Mr. Peter Farrow. But after this track, we're going to be rolling up our trouser legs, taking off our socks, and wallowing our toes in the seas of nostalgia as we look back later. at the mad moments, starting oh, yeah. off at number 15. But before we go there, here's a bit of Green Day, and this one's called American Idiot. I'm 
and uh I know the lyrics. Excellent Green Day, who developed a political conscience in the last 10 years, and their career went stratospheric. I mean, it went into disguise. That's Billy Bob's hard learned vocals. He's the son of Angus Young. As I promised, it's time to look back. Back over the last decade. The top 10 moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show. You're listening to Adrian and Tony. All right, Jeff. Here we go. This is, uh, we're kicking off with Mad Moment number 15. And we're talking this one, Mick in the Lap of Luxury. So was that, was that like one of the letters we got? The map? top 10 mad moments, number 15. I kept going to the lap of luxury. Jesus, that's that sick. There it was. Sexy, confident, exhibitionist, yeah. <laughs> naked babes giving you their numbers. I was like a Randy Kofi Annan in the United Nations of Nudity. I was ordering nightly from the served up menu babes. And I was loving it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> I was helping some of the girls get through college with the money I festered on them. They were feeding whole families back in Africa. <laughs> On came 50 Cent on the PA, and I was scuttling to the champagne room for a bit bow, 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 bow. I just need to sort out another loan from the Bank of Ireland to buy some food. Play me some Beyonce Nolies, lapping up to the luxury, McLean. Will we play some Beyonce then? I'll have to go into my DJ bag and find it, because... <laughs> Because I don't have it ready. But you're heading whenever. Uh, listen, go make a cup of tea there and. Uh, the top 10 mad moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show. You're listening to Adrian and Tony on the Friday Rock Show. 
God, you guys don't know how lucky you are. There's 14 more of those mad moments yet to come. The best bits of the last decade of the Friday Rock Show. The last decade of two decades. It's 20 years since our inception. We can hardly believe it. I don't like to think about it too much, but we're going to think about it for the next two hours at least and then forget about it. <laughs> Keep the text coming in. Remember, the phone number is not, 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 8,000, That's my producer's way of telling me, yes, I should mention that. You should text in, because the Friday Rock Show is all about you. Text in with your thoughts or email us and uh, the best ones get read out fridayrockshow.com forward slash 18 crack open a, a can of scrumpy lie back on the bed roll up with that one and listen to this it's a celebration of 20 years the longest running rock show on um, on a Friday night so <laughs> here we go it's time for another yeah! from Fabian you might remember from many years ago on a little spin-off show Into the, the Night Night Ride The Night Ride Into the Night, night. Ride Is it like Into the Night Oh we had two names for it It was a bit schizophrenic uh, This one begins Well hello Adrian It's Fabian Mortimer here I find it very interesting that it's 20 years since you began broadcasting this? And not many people get to the young age of 33 and have been broadcasting for 20 years We've already started right <laughs> He's putting years on me there Tony fucking years I'm only 23 <laughs> Yeah But please God if we were here in 20 years time we may be able to live forever. At the moment, our cells get older. <coughs> they are under attack by oxides and free radical chemicals. Free radicals. But our cells survive by duplicating themselves. But this procedure is not perfect and some of the DNA code is lost. Relic. Over the years, more and more is lost and cannot reproduce. Therefore, we age. Oh. Scientists have discovered the enzyme which can stabilise this process and could have the genetic key for immortality. Oh, need to get onto the Discovery Channel. I just listened to the Friday Rock Show. Unfortunately for us, this was not discovered during my early 20s. <laughs> I don't fancy being 50 forever. <laughs> but think of the possibilities, guys. Banging out the latest Maiden album in 2099 and a wireless mobile digital in-air cranium neuro radio. <laughs> you think that Maiden be going that long, do you? Well, yes. <laughs> to answer your question, Tony. Wouldn't it be shite in 1992? Leave the Maiden alone. But seriously, you two are not the same two people you were 20 years ago. Am I changed? You tell me, you <laughs> listener. In fact, you aren't the same guy as you were two years ago because every cell in your body has been replaced every two years so scientifically you're not we're living in fantastic times I remember as a child with my little UNICEF cassette deck which I bought from the market angling the antenna in my bedroom for maximum reception of the Friday rock show till I heard that immortal words this is VD on the radio Adrian Byrne accompanied by the phlegm filled wheeze of Tony Wilson I would record the songs I liked on dodgy C90 tapes. Whereas nowadays you can listen on the internet, download podcasts of the show and download any of the songs individually in perfect CD quality. I tell you, it gives me a lot more work. It's just too instant these days. I know. Where's the effort? Where's the effort to find yeah. this stuff? Yeah. yeah. Even my sexual gratification is instant these days. What do you mean? I click on my free porn site and tease one out into my man-sized posies. <laughs> Gotta be with the days I used to chat up those nice girls in the lab. Mm. Yeah. I hope in 20 years time the fun hasn't completely gone out of everything ah well at least it's still difficult to work out what you guys are on about half the time on your rock shows <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. anyway thanks for the distraction and you, could you guys play me some uh, emo and I'll be a happy professor Yours, Fabian. Who's Emo? Emo's a petrol station! Uh, is Emo not the guy off Sesame Street? No, Emo's a chameleon! Very skinny. Hold on, hold on. That, that young guy that gets us the coffee. It's Emo. It's a, it's, it's emotion. Rock. It's a, it's, a, it's a new rock. We're the rock show. We should be playing a bit of Emo rock. Right. So we need a bit of Fallout Boy, a bit of... What is it? My Chemical Who? Ro- romance. I feel sick. Go yeah. play some Red Hot Chili Peppers! <laughs> get over it! This is the Peppers! I don't even know what song it is, but enjoy! 
Yeah, a band called the Red Hot Chili Peppers there would bite away from 2001. One of the bands who've been going actually longer than the Friday Rock Show. They've been out since Yo, they've been going a good 25 years. In case you didn't know, you're listening to the Friday Rock Show 20 Year Special. The top 10 mad moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show. All right, this is Mad Moments uh, number 14, and this one was from uh, Jerry Dixon, and he went on a bit of a rant about the GAA and the First Wives Club, with hilarious results. <laughs> Listen now, kids. You're Jerry. Mad Moments number 14. This is not my world. I'm a victim, but the women now, they want the wedding ring. They want to plot a land beside a mammy and have Rookster and Jarvis sent to the Christian Brothers on road. Having the priest round for tea. Making the dinner. Preparing tomorrow's lunchboxes. <laughs> Watching old Lemmerdale, yeah? Then at night she's over the legs to an overweight and red-faced bobser. <laughs> He's no time now for her to keep fit no more. No. <laughs> he don't have that now to balance out the same amount of beer. He still skulls back three nights a week. Sometimes it's more than three. Looking to the time he can bring the young lad down and give him his first 
first point. She wants this as she laughs with the girls as bobs her proudest in the pack pub. Oh yeah. She beams. Haven't seen you here since last night. She giggles. He wants this as he laughs back and thinks of beating that toes at the grin off her face. How are you gorgeous? Why you all out for tonight? <laughs> they both know full well. Yours living celibately in a big fucking freak show. Jerry Dixon. I think you might have got raised the heckles of a few of our listeners here tonight. Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, 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 you need to get out more. What's wrong with you? The top 10 mad moments in the last 10 years oh, of the yeah. Friday Rock Show. You are listening to Adrian Vine and Tony Wilson. Yeah, that was mad moment number 14. God, I wish I was listening to this show tonight. You are so lucky. There's 13 more of those to come. Oh, and they keep getting better and better. But what moment is number one? Maybe you want to text in and uh, guess, it, yeah, guess who it. can win? A pair of Friday Watch hey. Watch shorts. I'm taking them out of the attic. And last, <laughs> no- oh, <sorry. laughs> last night, especially, Tony got uh, Maggie to embroider in golden thread. 20 years. It's the FRS jocks. You just need to have these. Sorry, I'd like to apologise, Tony, there for nearly taking your eye out. Oh, Anytime, <laughs> We've been working in close proximity for 20 years now. If I'm not used to smelling you and you're not used to smelling me, we may as well walk away now. It's time for... <laughs> How are you doing? Baldy here. Bless you, huh? Bet you didn't think I'd ever write to your little show again. No! It's been six years since I was talking to you. And can you imagine it's 14 years since we did the year-end special together? That's it. Time was getting lost somewhere, lads. Tis God's way. Anyway, me and Becky, do you remember her? I know, yeah. We, we had settled in nicely in Kilgrainy and sure I'd lost contact with all my friends. Sean, Johnny and Sean's sister Mary But sure that's how it goes when you're trying to make a family I was, seriously My brother said I, would, I wouldn't have it in me to raise a family Unfortunately, he was right As I was a bit of a jaffa As I was told I was seedless This was 2005 and Becky wasn't happy She didn't want to go adopting no little Afghanistan bug-eyed baby Well, that all sort of put me back on the fags And the Mars bars As up until then I'd been getting mostly eaten healthy-like, you know I put back on the four stone I'd lost And then sure Becky found God He'd been hiding on her for the last sort of years, it seems And God could have missed Becky as she was like a rake with no meat on her which she could never say she was eating for two that was my job when I took half her half eaten curry chicken box she lost the appetite something fierce lads but God found her and then something changed for us she filled the place up with pictures of Jesus no way. Mary and all the other lads and there was crosses crowned with thorns and even a big bible in the toilet you couldn't move for the candles I was woke up every morning at 5am by Bex saying her prayers that she'd been baiting the birch branch off her back ha! but I loved her lads so I went along with her going, hey, to, going to church every day with her and soon she started to look like that poor lad up on the cross in the front garden with the pale skin dark eyes and far away frozen look on her face this went on for months we needed a holiday sure enough April 1st 2005 we landed in Rome for 10 days away from Kilgrani. The place was packed. Becky was so excited. I was too. She looked so happy. There was so much energy in the air. It was almost biblical. <laughs> I could almost understand Becky's devotion. But sure, that soon changed at a visit to the Carmelite <coughs> nuns at the Basilica of St. Cosmos and Damien. Yeah. I licked from the ice cream and her eyes became wild with delight as the head penguin welcomed her. Yeah. They seemed familiar with each other. The nun took Becky by the hand and they went into the back to chat. And I tell you something, lads. That's the last time I ever saw Becky. <laughs> I said that. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> she disappeared into the vestry and gave herself into the third order of the Franciscan sisters. St. Francis of Assisi had her now, and I was all on my own. Oh no, the poor Baldy! She'd vowed herself to God and to chastity. Well, it was near enough chastity with her anyway, so I'd hardly got near her each month. And to poverty. Well, I wasn't doing too well with the Euphoria records, so I headed to the nearest McDonald's to think. <laughs> and that's when my life changed. I stood in the square, I saw the McDonald's outside the main train station, I checked my wallet, and then took a run across the road. I was fucking ran over by some mad Italian in a little bubble car. 
Jesus, he destroyed my bullet belt. No way! I woke up in some Roman hospital near the Da Vinci. I woke up in. Da Vinci on his head? Why are you watching the Da Vinci load last night? It's a big porno, yeah? I woke up and there was some Roman hospital. The Via del Corso, lads. And do you know who was looking at me? No! It was the private secretary of Pope John Paul II. Jeez. Dressed head to toe in purple. Sure, it was him who drove me over. He was beside himself with forgiveness. And when I told him my story, Becky, and her finding God, he just answered to my problems. After I got discharged from hospital, this secretary lad, Mr. T- Stanislav Dizziewicz was his name, took me to the private residence of, guess who? The Pope. The Pope? The Pope. You wouldn't believe it, lads. But it got on a stroke daydream. I was thrown into the apostolic palace. April 2nd, 2005, lads. I remember as if it was yesterday. There was a huge amount of people, all looking serious, and all them dressed in gowns of silk and red ribbons. And here's me in a type one negative t-shirt and tight jeans. Mr. Stanislav was filling me here <laughs> with details and information. I'm sure I wasn't listening. I was amazed at what I was doing here in the first place. In Rome, in the Pope's house. Me and JP. Jesus, lads, it was like a religious experience. The likes of which I hadn't had since... <laughs> <laughs> Since the lad stayed in Dublin to see the DC live concert in 92. Then Dizzywitch sat me down and he told me this was a vigil. A what? I said. A vigil. He said the Pope was dying. <laughs> a vigil. The Pope was dying, he said. He was up on the top floor to in the papal apartment. And the Dizzywitch then asked me if I wanted to see him. As this was a way for me to atone to my, for my dear near-death experience the day before. Uh, yeah. So what could I say, lads? No! I was thirsting for some tango orange juice. But this was once in a lifetime opportunity to meet him before he died. And maybe if I saw the Pope, had a few words of him, you know. Then Becky might come back to me. Yeah, that was it. I knew what I had to do. I agreed. Dizzy Witch took me upstairs. The solemn faces surrounded me. Dark mutterings and echoes filled the ornate spiral staircase. <laughs> it was lined with dignitaries. Old leather-faced lads in gowns and little round hats. Little round hats on them! I was thinking Dog Tanyon and Cardinal Riclu and all. Dizzy Witch asked me if I'm ready. I am, I said. Give her the holly. He opened the doors. And there, face to face, I stood before the leader of the Catholic Church for 27 years, Pope John Paul II. It was a beautiful day. But he didn't look well at all. And he sort of had a yellow face lying there in the bed. And there he hushed his ended. As all in the room, doctors, cardinals, assailants, and... (laughs) 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 Sorry, assistants. And Dizzy Witch himself became silent to hear the Pope. He wanted to speak to me, lads. The sun shone through the cracks in the window shutters on the other side. JP raised a bony finger and beckoned me to his bedside. We moved forward across the floorboards. As I got nearer, I realised it sort of stank. But I was determined to do this for Becky. I reached the bedside. The sun darted at my eyes. It was all fuzzy, all around me, looking at me waiting. I was queer and nervous. I didn't know what I had to do. I could hardly see. The Pope, the biggest holy man of the 20th century had seen, leaned his frail body over to me and said in a faint voice, I have searched for you, and now you've come to me, and I thank you. A murmur swept through all present. Well, I was in shock. He was searching for me. Ha! For how long? Why didn't he find me till now? Did not have a fax machine in the Vatican? I didn't know what to say. All I could do was smile back at the dying man. That's what happened, lads. The sun shone into the crack in the shutter, fell off me bad too, and blinded the Pope straight in his good eye. He was blinded by the light. Words fell out of his mouth. Let me go to the house to father, he said. Then he died. In front of me. Stone dead. That was it. No more JP. Couldn't believe it, lads. I saw the Pope, and the Pope died. In front of me. Well, that was only the start of the story. I'll fill you in later. <laughs> in the meantime, please play me some typo negative. And happy 20th anniversary to you, lads. God bless y'all. Carpe diem. Yours, Baldy the First. The Apostolic Palace, Rome, Italy. Baldy's in Rome. Baldy's hit the big time. Baldy kills see, the Pope. I was kind of thinking there that uh, before the Pope died, he was going to make him the next Pope. We'll have to wait and see what letter we get from him next time. I can't wait. Anyway. Moving swiftly on. Moving swiftly on. Grabbing my running list. <laughs> We're back to the mad moments. And this is number 13. Mad moment. Mr. And to Harry Woodwork teacher. The top 10 mad moments of the last 10 years! 
on that Friday rock show. You're listening to Adrian Matone. Okay, we're burning up the chart now. We're at number 13. And this is the first time we introduce you to Mr. Mellon, the Harry Woodwork teacher of our Miss Bent Youth. And this originally appeared in the show in 2001. British Bay! Mad Moments. Number 13. Why are we calling the town, Mr. Moore? Why, Butcher? Why are we interested in stopping the air movement? Why? What? What is the characteristic of the cavity wall? Why does it keep in the heat? Why does it keep in the heat? What's some garden? Oh, this Tony. Just have to have the flashback. <laughs> I knew we shouldn't eat in those toadstools that time. <laughs> I thought I was in school. Uh, anyway. That's up. I thought I was in school. You're listening to Adrian and Tony on the Friday Rock Show. There you go, the man, the legend, Mr. Mellon, coming in at number 13. All right, next song is Typo Negative, especially for Baldy. Hey, no thing. I don't know what you're doing. You he does not.
passes up a common street. Yeah, you heard me right, Mo. So yeah, I have to put on the full diving suit before dancing down the street. Yeah. Two rubber jammies. Twenty years of the Friday Rock Show. Fuck me, who's got sounds? What? Uh, what is the characteristic of the Cavalry Lord? I'm only with a regular attractor shit. I've never seen your feet for the darks. Yeah. 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 Oh, we need hats. That's the problem. Right, yeah. talk about you Twenty years of the Friday Rock Show. Stop drinking, Tony. Look at what's happening. You're still listening to the Friday Rock Show 20 Year Special. You know, I, did, I just went out for a piss there and I was listening out into the studio. Uh-huh. I was in the hallway and I was uh-huh. listening to one of the speakers and it sounded fantastic. People are lining up outside the air. It's a big occasion. You don't realise the importance of it. I have a good feeling about this tonight. And I went to the piss store. I was going to have a slash as quick as I could and get the beers in because we had the beers in the studio as well. And I didn't know I was going to like piss on myself and on my hand. I didn't get to wash my hands, so the beer smells a little bit funny. Sorry. Let's keep the momentum going and we'll keep it going with a Letter! Yay! Let's see. It's right, gonna be a good one! This one's gonna go. Hey, rock dudes. Wow, let me tell you, I'm feeling really motivated at the moment. In fact, I Ooh, feel yeah. outstanding. Oh, yes! What's brought all this on? I hear you cry. Yeah. Well, I worked or running a competition to win a trip and see motivational life coach Anthony <laughs> Robbins. It was simple. Just nominate you and your mate and explain why you should win the prize. So I said to my mate, we should enter, you know, just for the laugh. And then I completely forgot about it. Turns out she entered us and amazingly, we won. No way. So I was off to the London Dockins for what promised to be a life-changing trip. London Dockins? The London Dockins. Dockin. So I was off to the London Docklands for what promised to be a life-changing trip. Excellent. I was ready to unleash my power within. <laughs> unleash the well, fucking I did. fury. Anywho, when I checked into the hotel, I discovered the company might have skimped on the expenses, or else reception had made an observation. When I got into the room, it was a special needs room. Monkey bars everywhere, I tell you. After my initial anger, I made do and went for a shower. <laughs> I fancy trying out being sat down while I showered. There was a cord dangling from the ceiling, so I presumed it might turn on an extractor fan to take out the steam. So I yanked on it and nothing happened. So I yanked it again. And then suddenly the phone in my room started to ring. It was reception. And they were asking me, was I okay? <laughs> ah, it must have been an emergency assistance signal. Hmm. Ah, you're the man, that's what you need the motivation. Embarrassed I was. Use your brain. And then I said... Okay, and hung up quickly. I decided to take a nice dump, relaxing my head on the headrest, gripping the bars for a better push. If you think that was good, wait until you hear what happens next at the seminar. Oh, this sounds so excellent! It's so motivational! I can't wait! So, coming up next, it's another mad moment! Yes, indeed, you do! It's another mad moment. This is number 10. The top 10 mad moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show. Okay, we like to call this one Jagger the Stone Spider-Man because that's what it is. It's Jagger the Stone Spider-Man. Hey, don't let me waffle on. Listen for yourself. <laughs> now. The top 10 mad moments. Number 12. Next minute, Jagger stumbles out the kitchen door with a red face and a wide open jaw in the long shorts covering the pieces of water, hugging the back wall for direction. Jagger Stone Spider-Man. Spider-Man! <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> Hello. 
see you all all right. She didn't ask for you for a lift home. And you only just haven't arrived and drove up from the town and from the comfort of a warm bar stool and a cold point at her request and she's tired of sitting up and fast. No time for you enjoy time with your mates. No, no, no. That's not proper order. But I digress, Adrian. You know what I'm like. Fuck these wannabes. I've had it to here with them. I want Taylor's yeah. camcorder. Go to Cornwall. Yeah. Write a documentary on goblins in Gavendale House. Produce, record, publish, and sell Christmas songs to unmarried mothers. He's got all normal. Please come back, Jagger. It's no laugh without your mood swings. And keep the fade, Barney. All the best, mate. Oi! Yours. Jagger. I think, Tony, people try too hard to change themselves uh, into what they perceive is the way other people want them to be. Are we doing an agony spot? Yeah, don't change. Tony, I wouldn't ask you to change. <laughs> I say for you. <laughs> I like you as you are. Like, there's no point. I think that's something we should all remember. And on that note, I'm going to play some music. The top ten mad moments of the last ten years on the Friday Rock Show. Ah, uh, what a sweet and touching moment, Tony. You know. We should all remember that you love. We've had some good times. We have. Let's have some music with one of the biggest bands of the last 10 years. System of a Down! Yeah!
Oh yeah, let's count down that hit parade now. We're up to number 11 on the hot chart. And this is Dr. Brittany Byrne from the RHA. Dr. Brittany Byrne of the Rathdrum Historical Society. Oh no, Brittany! How's the book there, Tony? I remember this. The first on behalf of the Rathdrum Historical Association to welcome you and BBC Radio 1 FM to the beautiful... Cedric and tranquil setting on Glad to have you here. And indeed, to the natural ambient museum memorial in the Memorial Park. This is a fitting tribute to the Blackbird of Rastro, our very own Sarah Stewart Parnell. And now, thanks to Mr. Jimmy Olihan and his sterling work of staying up on the last four nights to bring electrification to this wonderful and sumptuous new Barbage and Taurus costumes here in the Memorial Park. He worked without a break, or no, he says, to provide us here today, and without anyone else's help, I might add, with wonderful electricity. Now, though, can you imagine what life would be like without electricity? Well, us in the RHA look into this With the old brewery dominating the landscape up there behind Denny Morgan. Dr. Brenton, can you wind uh, up there? What? Sorry. Dr. Brenton, can you wind up there? Yes, yeah, I we're a bit stuck for time here. No, I, I it's a tight schedule. We have to get into the morning. Take him down. No. This is very important. No, no, no. Well, sorry, no. Shut off the fucking stage, will you? The top 10 mad moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show. Uh, I remember that one well. That was from the Christmas Roadshow back in 1999. Back when we were on the cusp of the millennium. And we had some good fun that night, didn't we, Tony? Oh, that was excellent. But we do our best work around Christmas time, I think. Here we are. F4S 2007. All the way. Dropping beats since 1987. Still going strong. And here's one of the old stagers. He's been with us all the way. It's the Jagger. Yeah, yeah, it's mad. 20 years ago, my daddy was baking me around the air for losing interest in the hurling. Sport of the Kings, he said. He said, if I didn't keep practicing, God would forsake me. Well, that hasn't happened. I'm still here, smoking a big fat one, listening to Flotsam and Jetsam, sitting in me one room apartment on the main street. I couldn't have had it any better. <laughs> yeah, well, congratulations on making it this far. I didn't think you would make it, but you proved me wrong. Fair play, you were right. So what's the secret? Go on, tell us. For me, I think it's been the marijuana. No, seriously, if I hadn't had that, and I suppose my music, then I'd have been fucked. <laughs> As my daddy said, for six days work is to be done, but the seventh day shall be your holy day, a Sabbath of rest to the Lord. Whoever does any work on it must be put to death. Exodus, verse 25, chapter 2. What's this? What's going on? First we had Baldy potentially becoming the next Pope, and now we have Jagger finding the Lord. Yeah, I think he's mellowed now, a little bit though, but he was right then. Do the, do the work. Buy the hash. Smoke and listen to the sabbath on the weekend. Yeah, he was right. Never thought I'd say that about the old man. Sure he's weak now. Needs all the help he can get. For some reason. I can't think why. Well, I can't think most of the time, but... Sure, fuck it. Come on, yeah. <laughs> what was I saying? Ah, oh yeah, for some reason I've been looking at the Bible lately. Strange that. I came home from work one evening. There was this black lad outside the Lucky Leprechaun pound shop. And he just handed it to me, smiled and said, Take this, my friend. May God go with you. And I sort of looked at him. He looked at me. I felt nervous as he was freaking me out, standing there just 
well, staring at me. So I took the Bible, sure was free, and God did indeed go with me, up the stairs, into the room, and onto the bed. Now, I've never seen the Bible since Daddy bounced me off one side of my head when I refused to go to Mass years ago. But now I can't get enough of it. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's very fucked up. Listen to this, huh? Leviticus 20.13 If a man lies with a man as one lies with a woman, both of them have done what is detestable. They must be put to death. I don't know if he was talking about Pat Morley in that one, but it must have given me a laugh anyway. But Leviticus was right. This was the way. I've been all frustrated at the ever-increasing amount of homosexuality in the town, so it was good to read some <laughs> authority on the matter. How did Jagger know? Should I was backed up when I, w- I met the priest down in Mass Pat one day after picking up a ten spot from Denise. I just came out with it and asked, What did he think of the queers in Graham Norton? <laughs> nah. No, Graham Norton, yeah. He said that even though Graham Norton's quite funny, Cha Cha host, he was as bent as a slash hook and should be stoned to death for sexual deviants, as should all homosexuals. Straight from Father Murphy's mouth, it was. And he was right. Father Murphy then introduced me to a new immigrant lad from Germany who was with him when I met him. <laughs> Don't mind me, I'm enjoying the show. <laughs> All right, for you, sit there, drink your beer, and listen to me. Go on. He seemed like a nice chap, and sure, he'd only just arrived in the town last week, so I took him for a beer. It was then I got to know Gunther. Gunther? Gunther was a mad bastard, right? He was driven by the Bible and loved to smoke the weed, too. He and his German girlfriend had just moved into a small wooden lodge up the hills, and he was a musician from Leipzig or someplace, he said. <laughs> Music was my first love too This was going to be great I had to come up one night and, and he kept on saying As we sat in the pub for hours And then quoting scripture He hated the queers too And the Jews and the asylum seekers I said the black lads were alright uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Where was I now? <laughs> <laughs> he hated the queers too And the Jews and the asylum seekers Now I said the black lads were alright As they saw the hash down at the train station <laughs> but Gunther was strong on this and said no they were not to be trusted sure they'd put rubber in the tent spot it wasn't half of hash in it at all and he was right no wonder I woke up with a splitting headache the day after tent spot from the Ghana lads ah we bashed our bibles together and raised our points in salute to our newfound friendship Gunther loved the bible and he was right he quoted me Deuteronomy 7 1 to 2 which goes when the Lord your God brings you into the land you are entering to possess and drives out before you many nations what in the Jesus did I just <laughs> Say that. When the Lord your God brings you into the land you are entering to possess and drives out before you many nations. I don't know. Then he must destroy them totally and make no treaty with them and show them no mercy. Never surrender! Yeah, never surrender. Stand up, fight them all. Saxon must have loved the Lord too. Gunther was great. He even gave They're me a... Pagans. He even gave me a new pair of big black boots for my birthday. They went halfway up my leg, comfortable as fuck though. And you'd kick rocks to Kingdom Come if you wanted with the steel toes in them. Finally he invited me up to his place. The girlfriend was picky about the visitors and wanted to get the old shed looking nice. And she was right. It was lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Woodstone panels, open stove and lace curtains up in the woods away from it all. And she was lovely too. She was actually in the country before and she stayed in town called Cograiny. <laughs> I knew that place I told her. Got boxed in the face by some arsehole as I stuck my head out of my brother's car window years ago trying to get out of that disco hall car park I might have told you about that one too <laughs> Gunther sat me down gave me a hold and then began to roll a fat one his girlfriend put on some Udo Durkin Schneider then Warlock then H-Blocks it was great just friends chilling out didn't matter fuck about anything yeah Dora was streeching out some love song and Gunther was hugging his girlfriend as she met the Brad Vot and Schrudel I was stoned and had the munchies I couldn't wait for the feed next minute Gunther's in my face quoting the famous Leviticus chapter 20 verse 10 <laughs> If a man commits adultery with another man's wife, with the wife of his neighbour, both the adulterer and the adulteress must be put to death. He was 
try. Yeah, even though his girlfriend was nice, I wouldn't even think of that. No, uh, not that they were married anyway. But that didn't matter. You can't be going around acting like some dog getting up on whomever you like. No! <laughs> but that was about to be tested, lads. When Gunter was monged off his face, he <laughs> entered the bedroom to get the head down for a while. <laughs> Leaving his girlfriend and me watching old videos of Gunter playing in the country and western band in Bavaria. I don't know if it was me, but everyone in the video had a moustache. Anyway, Gretel was a perfect hostess. She gave me some strudel and sat beside him. <laughs> She had big green German eyes. They like she find a Michael Schumacher or someone. <laughs> My heart was racing as she was twiddling her blonde ponytail, sucking on a bratwurst sausage. <laughs> Thankfully, there was a signed picture of Big Tom and the Mainliners, our country's biggest show band, country band, on the wall. I couldn't believe Gunter liked that shit, but sure, he killed him wanting me for his girlfriend. And not a minute too soon. Just as Gretel leaned over me to uncork the bottle of Leave for a milch and sort of stumbled in her tight denims, Gunter strode out of his room into leather hosen and black boots. God, I nearly choked on me sausage. He was naked from the waist up, and there was the biggest swastika tattooed in his stomach. Well, I have to say though, look cool. <laughs> he dropped the pants in the centre of the sitting room, and would you believe it, Adrian? He had the SS tattoo on his Mickey. Now that was less cool. He slapped on Wagner and stood to attention. <laughs> his girlfriend squealed with delight and took the wine by the neck. Gunther started goose stepping around like a stone stormtrooper with a dose of the Bible in him, spouting verse after verse, word perfect in a tight German accent. It was inspirational, lads. Never did I see such passion. Not since me daddy was baiting me around the air to keep me on the sports train in 20 years ago. I don't know about you, but this is the first time in years. No, in 20 years that I feel alive and belong somewhere. <laughs> I'll tell you some more soon, anyway. In the meantime, me and Gunther and Gretel are going to a big rally in Germany this weekend. <laughs> Gunther says I love it. All banners, symbols, moustaches and colour and music. I hope he's right. Best luck, Adrian Tony, for your next 20 years. You can do it. Please claim me some more Queens of the Stone Age from my Aryan brothers. From Jagger, Beer Lawns, Apartments, Ballys, the Main Street. Oh, the Jagger, the Jagger's back oh, in some style. No. We didn't even know what happened to him last time. Do you remember last time he was talking to us about some show he was off and being chased by criminals and all? No. Up next, it's a Mad Moments, and we're up to the heady heights of number 10. The top 10 Mad Moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show. <laughs> Okay, this next mad moment is something we pulled out of a couple of our stings that we've used over the last 10 years. And uh, these particular stings feature Kieran Brennan and the Foghorn Head. The top 10 mad moments, number 10. Live from Ireland, premier beach attraction, British Bay, Friday Rock Show. No one asked me what I want to see about. You're afraid of your Well, thanks for that, whoever you were. Jeez, I'm covering up chunks. Would you like to hear some more news about spanking new products from A&M? Yes, I bet you can't. Well, here you go. Friday Rock Show every Friday night. They make me feel so good. 
Ah, uh, yeah, the old foghorn head. There's definitely something wrong there. <laughs> Just doesn't sound right at all. But it makes it into our uh, top 15 mad moments. And there's more to come. Yes, so speaking of the last letter, with Jagger, he was talking about them Germans, and mad Germans, and mad German musicians. And he talked about Udo Dirk Schneider. Well, it's time for... <laughs> It's the tune the box spat out. And tonight we've got a classic from the dim and distant uh, this year, was it? <laughs> it's back from 2004. And this is from Udo. And his rocking tune, Thunderball, which sounds a bit like uh, ACDC's Thunderstruck. But it really sounds like something that was spat out of the, the arse of 1983. Oh, you have it on Back to the mad moments now, we're not gonna let it lie. And this one contains some criticism of the FRS. There they criticize us! There they Mad there. moments number nine. Okay, the texts are coming in thick and fast. Uh, Adrian, Antonio, you completely lost it. You've turned into a parody of yourselves. <laughs> and it goes on to say, it's Adrian, you just sound like uh, one of these post-ironic guys who are just slagging the fuck out of rock and roll. Some of us out here still take it seriously. Well, Baldy. <laughs> it's good to hear from you. <laughs> Still eating them cheeseburgers. The top ten mad moments of the last ten years on the Friday Rock Show. Phone in now on the Friday Rock Show. That really was baldy, I bet you. Criticising the Friday Rock Show. There he do! But judging from the response from all the texts we're receiving tonight, it's all been positive. You're all out there enjoying the show so far. We're back to the mad moments later on, but now it's time for another letter! And uh, we're going who's back next? now. Who's if next? You, who's up next? If you remember a couple of minutes ago, we had a guy on who'd gone, was gone, won a trip to a motivational conference in London, and he'd been in the handicap loo. So here we go. He's thinking to himself, this seminar was beginning to worry me. I never had great willpower to do things. 
In fact, I'd got addicted to cigarette sweets when I was a child. I couldn't give them up. Even the patches that injected sugar into my bloodstream would not stop me craving those damn candy sticks. I love them. When I finally got to the arena, the atmosphere was electric. Huge screens projected images of extreme sports and techno music oh, yeah. pumped from a fantastic sound system. <laughs> People were dancing and clapping already, enraptured. It was as if the Messiah himself was about to walk among us. <laughs> I can freak out now, you think it's going to be baldy. <laughs> <laughs> and not before long, arrived the Messiah did, in the form of Anthony Robbins. To the cords of Seven Nation Army, he whipped the crowds up into a frenzy. So he began taking us through steps to lead us to a better life. A couple of hours in, I was getting bored. I started to think about the bar back at the hotel, and points of lovely, cool, foamy grulch. Robin's monologues were broken only by sudden dancing sessions. Let's take it up to level 2000, you cry! And two unlimited, no limits pounded out, accompanied by clips of rockets blasting for the stars, and athletes bursting past winning posts, winning gold medals. We danced and moved around, <laughs> changing our physiologies, releasing feel-good <laughs> hormones into our bloodstreams. More talk followed, and after his motivational speeches, we would give each other massages. <laughs> Let yourself go, he said. Feel like a kid again. Robbins implored us and held something was happening. I started to feel good. Robbins was sucking me in like a supermassive black hole that Muse had sung about. I couldn't resist then. The build-up began to the firewalk. The ultimate test of your faith. Oh, yeah. Would you end up going home with charred stumps or would you believe Tony? We stood there in front of huge screens blasting out images of hot, fiery coals and he asked us to feel the heat, feel how good it felt, embrace the warmth. Now we put ourselves in a time of our life when we were most determined, when we were most certain. He told us to remember that feeling, keep it, learn to trigger it and experience it tenfold at times when we needed it. Then I was ready. I did not fear the colds. I would walk across them for Tony and that point of grouch. I affirmed out loud, I'm ready! We marched a 20 minute barefoot trek into the car park where eight foot long lines of coal awaited us. I'd chosen my partner for the walk, a young man from Cambridge who told me he was afraid of change, even small changes. He was afraid to take that promotion and work for fear it would take him out of his the familiar. I'm afraid of change. <laughs> it changed the last 20 years. We were all there that weekend because we were looking for something in our lives. For my partner on the fire walk, the confidence to take a step into the unknown. For me, it was that free, boozy weekend. All different reasons. <laughs> but that night, we bonded like fiery brothers, encouraging and pushing each other to pushing. place our soft, fragile flesh onto red-hot rocks. Sounds dangerous. Finally, we reached a volcanic path. Yes! We looked at each other determined. For a split second, there was no hesitation. I looked at the sky, chanting my mantra and imagining it underfoot. Cool moss. Cool moss. Cool moss. And then, we did it. Strangers hosed my feet. We celebrated, danced and sang. My partner on the walk never joined me for that point. We parted. You could see the walk had taken everything he had to give and there was no more. As he disappeared into the elevator, I knew I would never see him again. But we had shared a unique experience, and I sincerely wished he would find the power to change his life and achieve his success. Ido had mentally promised myself a point on completion of my walk, but was finding it hard to get served. Twenty minutes I waited. Such was my heightened state, I felt like ripping the bar to pieces and serving myself. Funny though, my thirst was sated, and I began to exchange stories with my workmate. Unfortunately, she had gone back to the hotel room and slept through most of it. She was right. <laughs> I was disappointed because I wanted my friend and colleague to have shared this experience. But I did my best to describe it to her. Over the seminar, I reflected a lot on life, including the last 20 years when The Rock Show has played songs which have been a soundtrack to this wild, sometimes mad, sometimes sad and crazy life. So thanks to The Rock Show. 
Thanks for its part in the rich tapestry that is now my life. Now I've signed up for two more Tony Robinson seminars. <laughs> I've bought a couple of his books. I want to go join Time Team. <laughs> Up the fucking loser, you <laughs> Tony Robinson. He's Baldrick. <laughs> I tell it's Tony Robbins. I've lost 18 pounds and I'm not afraid to speak. Fucking right, 18 fucking sterling. <laughs> I'm not afraid to speak in front of a crowd anymore. So, in the tradition of the great Friday rock show, yes. I've got to finish with a question. Have I been brainwashed into a dodgy cult, Adrian and Tony? Please help me. And remember, we are outstanding people. High five. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Oh, yeah, yeah! Signed, Thanks. Simon Spratt. Fair play to you, Bye, Simon, man. Simon. It sounds like you had a really life-changing experience there. Simon, thanks very much for that. Uh, and best of luck to you. No. Um, I don't normally get serious on the Friday Rock Show. Um, unfortunately, this hour has prompted me to tell you, Mr. Spratt, that you... Tony, will you speak at my wedding? ...were in the presence of a cunt. Like Scientology or something. Exactly. From the other planets. Yeah, but the story behind You actually weren't born here. You were born from your mother! <laughs> Simon didn't weld the right into us. He cares. He knows. He is a good person. Yeah, if he got something from it, that's fair play to him. Realise how strongly you felt on this thing. That's it! Because, Tony, we are all outstanding. And you just have to release the fears that are holding you back. Because at the end of the day, it's your life. Come on, the Jovi. Friday Rock Show, 20 years. song for the broken hearted The silent prayer for faithy parted And I ain't gonna be just a face in the crowd You're gonna hear my voice when I shout it out loud It's my
there was the last few flickers of glory from the Jovi boys there. Before they turned shy. But more of that later. Before their candle died. Welcome back to the reality of the Freddy Rock Show 20 Year Special! We've been rocking it live for 20 years now, me and AC together forever! Am I damned to eternity of Friday rock shows? From here to eternity! Sorry, mate. Hi, we haven't played any, mate. You have to play the maiden! Ah, you big sick bastard! Sorry, to destroy your dreams, infinite dreams. Well, I'm like a clairvoyant, I knew you'd fuck that around. Ah, me. you're only a seven son of a seven son! But somewhere in time I'll get you back. Do you know what? These last 20 years have been wasted. Got a piece of my mind? Are you afraid of the dark? No. You got fear of the dark? I, I don't want to play with madness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no prayer for you, for the dying. It's two minutes to midnight here, so we want to be kicking on with the letters, yeah, wouldn't we? Just a power slave. <laughs> power slave to the Friday Rock Show! <coughs> Dear Hard Hard Rockin' Rock Show, we live in troubled times. I'm confused. I don't know how to put it any better. My name is Turlock, and I'm 21, and I'm having doubts. Doubts about everything. I look around, and all I see is cold commercialism in society, is cold religious bigotry, is cold human rights abuse, is cold political doublespeak use, and there's cold CGI'd blockbuster movies. No soul, no, no heart. Just violent pornography. That world doesn't make sense to me. Ah! I try to turn off my TV, but it doesn't satisfy me. I still see pain and animosity. I don't go to the movies. I don't read the magazines. I close my ears to the celebrities. There's Louis Walsh telling me, what's the talent in the music industry? Simon Cowell making the desperate turn into tragedy. Russell Brand regurgitating second-hand comedy. Do the people not see? Paying a week's salary to go and see Barbara Streisand sing at a key? And if that's not enough, I can't find solace in my DVD. <laughs> <laughs> A friend gave me a loan of the film Bareback Mounting last week. If you don't know or were lucky to avoid it, it's a story about two mountain uh, (laughs) men. It's a story about two men who are co-workers protecting sheep up in the mountains in the wilderness. They fall in love with each other and sleep in each other's tents and ride each other's senseless. Is this entertainment? Bad enough you have some arsehole cutting sheep in half and putting them in formaldehyde for display. This is brutal sodomy. Bareback Mounting has destroyed my life. Couldn't touch myself for a week for the fear of a man's hand on me. I was told it was going to be a dramatic story of some lads at the tractor racing championship seemed cool boy. The pressure and the nerves and the talent. But no, it was two lads going ahead with each other as if there was no tomorrow. It seems to be everywhere. There was a reason Pompeii got covered in lava, you know. Violent pornography and sodomy. I tried to think it through, though. Find a reason for such acts and why it needs to be put in a film of all places. But I had to douse myself in benzene out the back to get rid of the bad brain in me. Things snowballed from there. All I could see were Boy George and Culture Club reunion concerts, Liberace biographies, Boyzone comebacks, RuPaul cabaret gigs, Elton John marriages, <coughs> Mel Torme novels. <laughs> ah! Oh, I tried to find safety in football, but then all I saw there was big frontal posters of Freddie Lundberg's sliding tackle, Song Campbell's memoirs, smooth shaved torsos on the front cover of 442, chiseled jaws, models on the covers of men's health, rippling biceps and tight grooming in the streets at night. What has happened? Men's beauty products? Men's astrology books? Men's facials? For the love of Liza Minnelli, what's wrong with a man being a man? Was it better back in 1987? It was different, right? Tell me it was. Society had me infiltrated by all this. Tell me of this time. Maybe there was only the Pet Shop Boys, but at least they focused on their music, not their bright red hairy arseholes. Tell me it's true. Oh, I thought all this had been sent underground. I mean, 
Jodie Foster used to be great up against the pinball machine in the film The Accused. Sure, she wouldn't have minded that. Sure wasn't her thing anyway. But at least she acted it straight. That's why she was a good actress. Where's all the good actors today? All the straight ones are all acting the other way. Greg Kinnear, Jake Gyllenhaal, Heath Ledger. What's wrong with you? Help me, Adrian and Tony. You are my only hope. Help me, Adrian and Tony. You are my only hope. Help me, Adrian and Tony. You are my only hope. Living in misery, not wanting to play on the other team. Turlock, age 21, Brindlesford. Oh. Turlock, I'm feeling your pain there, man. Let's go to the shows. Listen, Turlock, I think you're sailing down a river in Egypt. I think you are in denial, man. The top 10 mad moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show. You're listening to Adrian and Tony. Oh, yeah. Listen, I was so taken aback with that letter. I didn't realize we're up to mad moments number eight. And this one is the classic moment when me and Tony were splashing around in the rock jacuzzi and very What's appropriately at a homosexual moment. <laughs> As we're saying, we're, we're broadcasting more live from British Bay, hoping to bring a bit of ray of sunshine into your lives at the moment, which is filled with doom and gloom, with the foot and mouth epidemic and that euro that's, coming that's in next year. Beach, but I see some lad over there with first big feet and they look like <laughs> bad talents on them, so you might have to have... You'll get hosed down before you can <laughs> get, did you? <laughs> I got there with the old, yeah, lashes the fucking flower all over me. <laughs> Tony, didn't have to take your shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he took the big feet out and all, and he soaked them. The big epi says. <laughs> That's why my feet are itching. <laughs> Sorry, get out of the way now, lift. Oh, disinfectant. Must be killing all the fungus. <laughs> I've never seen my feet so clean. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> <Squeaky> clean. <laughs> I've never seen your feet for the dark. There you go, now we're in the jacuzzi, no fucking mouse between us. Okay, on with the show. Hey! On with the show! The top 10 mad moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show. Hi, this is Ozzy Osbourne, and you're listening to. as you can't really top that one two grown men in the jacuzzi together talking about their feet that's been the best one so far for me Tony would you agree <laughs> they keep on getting better and better can't they get any better anyway sticking with the whole team of things going on here and the previous letter we're going to have some violent pornography everybody 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 living now everybody 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 fucks everybody 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 living now everybody 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 sucks everybody 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 living now everybody 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 cries everybody 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 living now everybody 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 dies I stop this come back she's the best come back she didn't know I stop this come back she's the best come back she didn't know I stop this come back she didn't know back she didn't know
everybody, everybody sucks. Everybody, everybody, everybody living now. Everybody, everybody, everybody fucks. Everybody, everybody, everybody living now. Everybody, everybody, everybody dies. Everybody, everybody, everybody You're about to listen to Mad Moment number seven, and this one is from Busher. And it's back from our Christmas roadshow back in '99, where he goes off on a random stoned rant. The top ten Mad Moments number seven. Yeah. Right, what? Oh, right, you got tons to talk, yeah? Good. I problems, lads. Mommy's up all night, right? Me new daddy-in-law, Patrick. Broke her back. We need hash, that's the problem. <laughs> Mommy, stop it! I can't Ginger. fucking sleep, Bernie! Ginger! I need a smoke! Had some last hour night, alright, yeah? Mowley had it. But well, he's. Main! Main! Miserable bastard! Yeah! Need some! It hurts! Magic, stop riding, Mommy! Secrets! Caroline, love you. Mm. Bitch! Oh, listen to you, you know the score. Score! 20 uh, spots! Uh, it hurts! Uh, Boy Scouts, Christmas number one! Oh, Mowley, how long for Christmas in jail? Hold! Users! Being mobile by some big black lad! Bubba! Riding him raw! I'm a security guard. So is the cab. Those cab. Mommy! Stop it! Yeah. Hatch garden. Oh, need a joint. Oh, it's only been a day. Ah, yeah. See ya! Neddy! Oh! Well, Merry Christmas, Edward. Nice hearing from you. And I hope you get what you deserve. Lane, <laughs> hopefully! Jesus Christ! The top 10 mad moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show. This is Blackie Lawless, and you're tuned to Friday Rock Show. Friday Rock Show, Legend Tony. Oh, excellent. I don't like it. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you go. Definitely <laughs> another good one there. <laughs> we love him, Busher. I'm good at Busher. I think we should have another Busher random letter sometime. <laughs> but I'm happy tonight. All right, here we go. It's time for another letter. <laughs> All right, how's it going? Just thought I'd drop you a line and say, Happy birthday, happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it was 20 years ago today. Tony Daydream started to play. Rock it out every Friday. Sergeant Bernie's Lonely Rock Club Band. I hope you never go away. <laughs> All right. Oh, yes. 
Christ fuck's sake oh, oh, oh I'm a lyrical genius stuff. no but seriously fair play you know you've been with me from Van Halen to Linkin Park anyway another typical Irish summer eh fucking pissing rain never stops I love it fuck's sake back in April I got a bum rash from the sweats so I was that hot I was saying Betty fan me order with that palm leaf Starting to worry I was about global warming. So worried, I didn't leave the PlayStation on standby for two nights. Then I got lazy and I couldn't be arsed plugging it out. <laughs> Seriously though, I was worried about my carbon footprint. Well, a big stinking cheesy footprint in my case. <laughs> I also leave a big fat methane arse print on the sofa. <laughs> People don't worry enough about the fucked up weather though. Hey, it could all go wallop tomorrow. Besides the weather, you can tell it's summer because Wimbledon's on the telly. Now, I like to watch the women's tennis around mid-afternoon in my underpants. Yeah, <laughs> I just hope my mother doesn't come in with a ham sandwich and interrupt me mid-stroke, you know what I mean? <laughs> and that fucking big brother, what a load of shite. Who in the right mind watches a dozen egotists and wannabes walk around scratching their hairy assholes for eight weeks? Me? I'd rather have Bill Oddie's summer watch. Me too, actually. I always stay up late watching them. Looking yeah. into ditches and all. Never know it's, what he's It's good. Good stuff, man. It's all about nature. We like nature. I can go online and watch the Nest Cam. 24-hour live streaming. Jeez, I love getting up in the middle of the night and studying two lovely tits on my PC. Yeah, give me birds any day. Humans are just the worst creatures. And of course, the summer gives us music festivals. Salt glass and marine oxygen. Hanging around knee-deep in mud, then sleeping in some tent smelling of stale beer. Yeah. Give me the sofa and a spliff and Jules Holland and BBC Two. Yeah. That's the only gig I need. Yeah. At least I can go for a piss whenever I want during it. And sometimes I don't even have to leave the fucking sofa. But hey, I got myself a new car. It's a sexy coupe. Had to wait ages to get my license though. Couldn't pass the eye test. The optician said I have a lazy eye. Dave thought that was funny. Even his eye doesn't want to work now, he says. Haha, <laughs> cheeky bastard. Then I had to get money for tax and insurance. While I was waiting, I sat in it in my driveway and I stuck a movable background behind it mother pulled the rope and got it to move so it was like I was driving <laughs> my mother likes exercise so I let her walk to the shops too I got me car all I need now is a woman I'm expecting Kieran Knightley to ring on the doorbell any day now and come in and suck the bell end off me Anyway, 20 years is a long time. Sure, I'll tell you, I had air like Richard Marks when you started. Now I'm like a fucking cue ball. Keep on playing the rock, man. I look forward to me Friday night sessions, a couple of cans of spliff and the rock show. Can't beat it. Stick on what I've done by Linkin Park there. I'll always smash up the fucking washing machine. Sergeant Bernie's only rock show band. I really have enjoyed your show. All right, peace out, Tucker. Good night. <laughs> 20 years of the Friday Rock Show with Adrian and Tony. Welcome to the Friday Rock Show with Adrian Burns. On tonight's show, we will have Iron Maiden. Mr. Burn, the music vendor. Two bands in the spotlight tonight will be Halloween and our session band, Heavy Metal Thunder. It's time of year again. It's stunning, Tim. Well, hello there. This is Speedy on the radio. Adrian Burns, the music vendor. Welcome to the Friday Rock Show. Oh, we're back in sober with an action-packed show for you. Oh, 
Show broadcasting to you live from Woodstock 1994. Yes, yes me, Adrian Byrne, and Tony Wilson are in New York. Hello, good evening, and welcome. Yes, indeed, it's the Friday Rock Show 10 years special. 'Cause we're broadcasting live you from take your Ireland's sense. premier beach attraction, Frida Spade. Hello, on the radio. Adrian Bird and this is my cohort in crap. It's Tony Wilson. Hello. We're here tonight, and this is the Friday Rock Show. Hey, how are you? It's me, Adrian Bird, and my sidekick in sickness, Tony Wilson. And this is the Friday Rock Show. Twenty years of the Friday Rock Show with Adrian and Tony. Love it. The Friday Rock Show is a Tony Wilson production. Big Larry Howell. I'll tell you one thing, I heard that a couple of times today when Tony was putting it together and it's still freaking me the fuck out. 20 <laughs> years of our intros and I can't work out if we've got any better or, or worse. But we've been all over the world rocking it. New York, British Bay, the Woolpack, we've been everywhere. The top 10 mad moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show. Uh, this is a mad moment from when we introduced a brand new feature to the Friday Rock Show and we called it Don't Fuck Up The Microphone. And the very first contestant was Leonard from our club. And this is what he sounded like. <laughs> mad moments number six. <laughs> How you doing? It's that time again and welcome along to Don't Fuck Up The Microphone. And tonight's contestants are introduced by the beautiful Tony Wilson. Yes, lead. This is Leonard Jones and he's from our How's it going, Leonard for Marklo? Okay. We're gonna play. I'm happy to be here. Don't forget the microphone works like this. We simply pay, play you a tune, uh, the first couple of seconds of a tune, and you have to guess who it is. And the artist or the song will do. Okay, here's the first tune tonight no on Don't Fuck Up the Microphone. Tell me, Ma, when I go home, the boys won't leave, the girls alone, the Song from 1994. Ah, and that was Jesus Christ. Um, love you lately. What do you like? Uh, no, I think you're barking up slightly the wrong tree there. Howdy, <laughs> Adrian. Can't you Okay. Well, being as it's Christmas, we're going to give you a second chance, Leonard. Ah, Jesus Christ. Your first festive. Massive Gory Hamper. Or the uh, Super Bowl. Oh, great. Gory <laughs> Hamper. Here it is. Second tune, and tonight's Don't Fuck Up the Park Oh, you have to get this one, Leonard. This is easy. Oh, that had to be them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, 
Show. All right, there you go. Another mad moment. We're getting very experimental there at the turn of the century with those uh, Don't Fuck Up the Microphones and other ingenious new items we introduced to the show. Uh, we keep them going. <laughs> Probably. Absolutely, don't you worry. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, this next song is a really cracking song, and it's from Jack Black in his band Tenacious D. This is a song. Jack ladies. Black, who also appeared in a film with fellas, Tony Robbins. Listen closely. You don't always have to fuck her hard. In fact, sometimes that's not right to do. It's emotional. Sometimes you got to make some love and fucking give her some smooches too. Sometimes you got to squeeze. Sometimes you got to say please. Sometimes you got to say hey. I'm gonna fuck you softly I'm gonna screw you gently I'm gonna hump you sweetly I'm gonna ball you discreetly And then you say, hey, I brought you flowers And then you say, wait a minute, Sally I think I got something in my teeth Could you get it out for me? That's fucking teamwork! What's your favorite position? That's cool with me, it's not my favorite But I'll do it for you What's your favorite dish? I'm not gonna cook it, but I'll order it from Zanzibar And then I'm gonna love you completely <laughs> And I fucking fuck you discreetly And then I fucking moan you completely But then I'm on a fuck Tenacious D with Fucker Gently and Ronan Keating is rumoured to be doing a cover of that now in the summertime. And it's time for another Mad Moment. The top 10 Mad Moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show. You are listening to Adrian Vine and Tony Wilson. Arriving at number 5 in the top 15 Mad Moments of the last 10 years, it's the Slappers. Which was a little skit we used on the Christmas special back in the 99. The top 10 mad moments on the Friday Rock Show. Number 5. Friday Rock Show. 
Now there's something that gives 100% all the time. I like that. Yeah, I think the Slappers was nicked off on another radio station, but ours was far better. Much, much better. Jesus Christ, of course it was. So, here we are, the 20 years of us. Me and you, Aiseen. Together on the airwaves. Me and you, United. The music playing Roll on and on. Like you know what I feel like having right. now? What? <laughs> Don't get alarmed. I feel like having a letter. Hey! Hey! Here we are, the letters keep on coming. I just love the way all the listeners keep on writing in to us. It's, it's amazing. I mean, 20 years of letters, you know? The file is this big. Mercedes, mm, how's it going? Happy anniversary, lads. Still going strong. Uh, Me too. I haven't been bursting out for as long as you, lads. But I'm getting there. I've been putting out around... Oh, got an awful wind. Oh, indigestion. (coughs) I've been putting out around and about for five years now. Bursting out from a tatty satchel bag on the side of the road in the back of an old rusty Ford Transit. I've expanded. Some say the trousers, but that'll be for me to you and for her to find out. The letterbox defenders rival no one. If you just need a job, lads, full coverage. I'll do you a deal. I have all the states and half of it is Lithuania working for me. Sure, I have Lubos Yanker, R. Kelly, Pavlova, Ziggy, Nedward, Richie, and Barnsey all hitting the tarmac eight days a week. Some say I have me brains held in by a strap on phone wrapped around me ear and a rotman behind the other, but we could argue for days and get nowhere in that one, lads. Or we could be <laughs> bursting it out. How's it going? I used to be involved in a spot of saving young Ryan when I had sex with her on the eve of her wedding. <laughs> I <laughs> burst her out so much she couldn't walk straight, and she turned up so late for her wedding that she never arrived. Each and every night in the pub, I was driving her home again and again, but sure, I got tired of that, lads. You can't be all that, sure. You'd be going nowhere, you know. Didn't give me what I wanted anyway. Now I have it, though. I have what I want. True. Do you think I'm lying? No, no. <laughs> well, first off, I command respect in coffee circles and country and western shops across the mountains. I'm happy to offer advice on roots, road roots, musical roots, and even Pavlova's creamy hair roots in the back of the bongo. Mmm, <laughs> She's got to ask nicely, though. Sure, I haven't got time for that now. You're not likely to find me, never at all sometimes, at my desk with the clip on toy, as I'm out scuttling through the Barnabies on my way to tumble through the big notes. Mmm, I give the workers the fair share, though, until you're all above the minimum. I'm on the front line every time, come rain or shine. Your business is mine. Sure, mm, I'm bursting out with Barnsey. The letterbox defenders with the big luminous orange top. Top of the range shoulder bags. Eight leaflets per bag. Hundreds of each. Two for the price of one. Two loads a day at 50 euro. Mm, bursting out. Mm, we can't beat that for service, lads. Barnsey be playing. Big Tom with the mainliners. And we burst out the whole of brain a day. Do you think we couldn't? Tenor says we do. Bursting out the coffee. Mars bars and breakfast rolls and Londis. Bursting out the Polish 102. They work like the lads did in the early days. But now we have to go easy on some of the current crop. Take that Nedward lad. <laughs> Go on, just take him. He's some temper. With spits and curses, fine. If he doesn't get the easy runs in Harklow. Had him with the leaflets from White Watchers last week. Would have made sure to call him to number 42 on the Barnabies for the scuttle. I was nearly having heart palpitations when I hit Harklow to try and find that bald whore. Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> Off eating the wagon wheels and smoking the draw of Richie, the back of the bay. I was out on the road with Linda Jones. I wouldn't decide. What with the coffee shakes, her saggy tits, or her arse and them tracky bell bombs, whether to park me slip-ons in the doorway or not. <sighs> Ten minutes later, I was on my way to try and find the lads. Mmm, There he was. Richie. Monged off his head on the draw, looking like Kermit. Where's Nedward? I said. He couldn't answer. Linda's luck would have it. There's Nedward coming down the school road. Sure, we didn't know where you were to ask you, he says. Well, sure, use your common sense, I mean, lads. I could do it with you, but who's going to follow up on the contracts and get the money for us? We could hang around here all day. They are going to toss. But sure, hey, we have to get down and burst it out. out. Burst out the Burnabies. Burst out. Burst out the ladies. Burst out. Burst out. Four counties. Yeah, off we go again. On another job. 
Back on the road like Charlie Stringer and the Dandelions. Mercedes. Mm, One day Richie found a massive blue rubber dildo being out the front of the posh flats and grey stones. Tearing out like a fox he was. <laughs> I had to drive him back to kick drop it. <laughs> Oh, Richie, kick dropping the dildo. Oh, you'll play for Ireland, son. Mercedes. Oh, you have to drive him a kick to drop it. But he took to it like a dog in a bone. And if that wasn't enough, he was then drove it through George Hamilton's box up the road for the crack. Oh, Jesus, I had to give him an extra fiver for the laugh we got from that. But danger here, lads, as George threw the rubber cock back over the hedge and it slapped off Nettie's bald head. Mercedes. <laughs> It gave us such a laugh that we knocked off early at half six and I three hit the letterbox defenders to a greasy chicken box in Bray at Carmel Pork's Happy Hoffy's house. Nobody was looking forward to the next day though. It was phone book time again. I took on the contract. I wish I didn't. Or so I kept telling the workers. It was money sure. We had to burst it out. Ziggy was falling out the back of the van. Killing stone dead a young Dalmatian chasing the wheel. The lads found it hard to empty their bags with all them heavy phone books. But I tell you, them Lithuanian ones. Starsky and Slutsky helped me empty me bag first quickly that day. 50 euro go. Uh. If you want door-to-door coverage, lads, they might be scouters. But they burst it out for you. Burst it. It's a tough job delivering leaflets and pumping up the business. I was at number 17, Lockfeg Lawns, talking to Rosie the other day, and there she was, burst out all over the bra. <laughs> Next minute, as I slurped my Starbucks, she reached out to grab me too. Swear to big Tom, she did. I knew I had to collect the lads at the back of the white city and the bog hall and bray. But sure, she had the want in her and a package of cakes for after. I had to burst it out. Oh, she had a body like Jordan. Mary Jordan, number six, Crano Crescent in Stone. Ah, I remember her well. Now high maintenance like the Mazda Bongo. But Jesus, that reminds me. I had to buy that Mazda Bongo on the account of Shane breaking the axle that I ran out of Goona three years ago. Sure, I had to let him go. He wrote it off completely. We haven't seen that waster since he packed a boot full of dead squirrels, pissed through my own hairbox, and emptied the bag all over the children's sandbox. Mm, Mercedes. Well, anyways, it's been nice to reminisce with you, lads. Barnsley's reading Marion Keys, Creamy Cron, the Bongo, and the Landis car park and them eastern guards are looking restless in their tight shorts happy 5 year anniversaries and to us and happy 20 years to you lads have to go now Richie's off his brain pissing all over the hot food counter in the shop come on for god's sake we really have to burst it out Ziggy where's me fucking coffee and I asked you for a Twix this isn't a Twix does it look like a Twix to you this is only one piece sure best wishes from Tom Sugar Letterbox Defenders Wickla Tom Sugar. First time we've ever had Tom on the show. And well, I tell you, maybe he's going to be writing in again. He's some boy. Oh, he's some boy, all right, for bursting <laughs> out them young ones. How? He died of an old heart attack soon, but. How does he. <laughs> you're going to jinx him there, Tony. <laughs> what? I say nothing. It's the Friday Rock Show. 20 years special. Coming up next. He's a foreteller of doom. All right. Blizzards, buzzards, bastards. The blizzard's moving in. Looks like you're wrong again. When cabin fever hits, it sends us into fits of innkeeper's disease and screaming in the trees. The blizzard never ends. The blizzard buries them. Blizzard, buzzard, bastards. Blizzard, buzzard, bastards. Blizzard, buzzard, bastards. The buzzard's crashing in Looks like you're wrong again Again he's flying high He's lighting up the sky 
Lizards, buzzards, and bastards. And that came to you from Scissor Fight. And the track was from 2001. <laughs> the top 10 mad moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show. You're listening to Adrian and Tony. All right, you think this show is just thrown together? Well, there's careful planning in choosing what music follows each track. But sometimes Tony's careful planning is thrown off, as he was by DJ Jaffa back in 2004. Mad Moments on the Friday Rock Show, number four. How's it going, lads? DJ Jaffa here, right? I'm an upcoming DJ, and I was wondering if an eminent DJ such as yourself can give me a bit of advice. Do <laughs> you think I'm in a position to give you advice? Currently, I'm playing in my hometown of Pignus Lorry. I've got a regular gig in Betty Swallock's pub. I see myself as an ambassador of music. My mission, to bring modern music to the unwashed citizens of this Hicksville dead end town. Well, geez, now we're going to play the wrong song. <laughs> 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 We're so like uh, You know Unplanned Disorganised uh, I fucking I love this zoo radio format It's uh, so, it so works The top 10 mad moments Of the last 10 years On the Friday Rock Show You're listening to Adrian and Tony On the Friday Rock Show Okay there's only Three more mad moments to go Can you contain your excitement What will be the best moment Of the last decade Of the Friday Rock Show I We'll find out very soon yeah. It's time for a letter! Keep on coming. Okay, here we go. 
You wouldn't believe it. There's tons of them. Oh, I can see the paper cuts all over oh, your fingers. Look at me, look at me. I'm dying for this show. Dying for it. Hey, guys. I'm a 38-year-old rocker who's been listening to you guys since you first crackled across the airways back in 1987. Shabna. Yeah, I guess I've never really grown up. There seems to be a team doing it tonight. <laughs> Everybody on the show is 38. Oh, my God. We have to be younger because we have to be in the know. We have to know That's what's it. going on. We're, we're the missing link. If you go to my Bobo site, you'll find out where all the latest good rocking tunes are. Hello. I'm the festival veteran, the go-to guy for the CDs of the past, if you want to get those rock gems, you know? You're going to oxygen, are you? Yeah, I'm going to nitrogen this year. Oh, you got let off the methane? Woo! Small studio. It is a very small studio, soundproof, and there's no windows or ventilation. So stop it! There's cushions on the walls! <laughs> Most of my friends have moved on and got married and settled down, so I find myself hanging out with younger guys. God, I feel sorry for them. How would you feel being a 22-year-old now and having to go out and battle those girls, huh? The battle of the sexes has swung in the favour of women. Huh? They've been empowered by female icons from Madonna to the Spice Girls, from Britney to Christina. Sex is a weapon, and they ain't afraid to use it. <laughs> Hunting in packs, they no, go out no, at the no. weekend, hair straightened, war paint applied, skirts up to their cracks, and they be lashing the Smirnoff ice in them as a cackle insanely and objectify men. Objectify! Then again, it's much the same as what me and the lads did when we were younger, hanging out in those biker bars. Ah, oh, for those days again. These young ones, though, they home in, prioritising the good-looking guys. Hell, he may be a bastard and offer the intellectual conversation of a five-year-old, but he'll look good when she introduced him to her friends. Trophy lad! The bulging size of a man's wallet is also a priority. Oh, they turn their keen detective skills to his profession and potential take-home pay. These girls are not low-maintenance by any stretch of their imagination. They demand Jimmy Choo's, Jimmy or whatever the fuck you call them, and diamond-encrusted <laughs> thongs. I tell you, in comparison to when I was young, getting to first base is a bit of fresh French kissing. But these days, your first base is getting at least a blowjob. Uh, if you're lucky, you'll get a second date and maybe some sex. No sex. Average relationship time with these girls is maybe four to five weeks. That's oh. if, if you don't come across as too needy, you know? Too many young men <laughs> have had their head turned by have, getting some half-decent sex and getting their cock gobbled well. Yes. Then they start jumping through fucking hoops for these girls. Yeah, yeah can I get you this? Can I do that for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Statistically, we were reported a reducement of the day for transgender. This is like a red warning light flashing for these young female vampires. A warning to delete his next text and ignore his calls. Yeah, it's time to move on to the next one, the next challenge. Truth is, at the end of the day, no guy's a real challenge. Come the end of the night, a standing cock has no conscience. Most blokes would put it into anything that's available there after a few points of Carlsberg. That doesn't stop our girls with role models to look up to like Lindsay Lohan, the cutesy kid star who at only 20 is flashing her labia and taking more hits than a dartboard. Paris Hilton, who's more famous than her dad, whom actually worked for what he got. How the hell did she get famous, huh? By getting filmed getting fucked. And she wasn't even that impressive, I tell you. No! Oh, no! I'll tell you, that Sally one off home and away looked like a far better lay to me. Come on, Asia, you tell him, you tell the <laughs> No, I downloaded that one the other night. Yeah, oh, I know, I see you're, you're, you're actually bonding with this letter. <laughs> MTV is full of promiscuous girls. Some who are just 15 and ready to do what comes naturally. Ugh. Reality TV slebs, footballers' wives, they tell women to shag someone with money and spend a happy life shopping. A professional wag. Don't worry about ambition, girls, and having a decent profession. I'll tell you, ironically, girl power may have just set back the cause of women for 50 years. <laughs> anyway, 
sorry, don't mind me. I've just been on a rant. I, I just I just feel sorry for the lads, you know? Maybe I like the company of a mature lady around my own age, you know? The conversation is better, and there's less likely to have the wondering eye because there's less choice out there. Unfortunately, they have a bit more baggage. Drooping down, drooping down to their knees. Ah. Oh, you can't beat a few cans of scrumpy and talking about the old days, heading off to Slane and seeing Guns N' Roses. I'm not being worried about that poncy Mark lad in his souped-up Subaru, treating her like a piece of shit and then putting his big greasy cock into her behind your back while buying our kid the Doherty Explorer DVDs. Ah. They want it! They do! Bitches! Ah. Must calm down now. There's a documentary on Saxon yes. staging a comeback on Channel 4 tonight. So I'm going to Sky Plus it and watch it with the lads over my surround sound at the weekend, you know? One of the perks of being older, you know, with a bit of dosh in your pocket. And the young lads love you. They aspire to be like you, don't they? Yeah? But anyway, I'm going to leave you to it. Let's hope we're all above ground in 20 years' time and still rocking in 2027. <laughs> Yours, Shay Mutlarelli. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much for writing there. A lot of bitterness there, Shay. A lot of bitterness. Yeah, sounds, yeah, sounds a bit bitter. Bitter. Yeah, yeah. He's acting like he's 22, but he doesn't it's sound 11. like he's 22. Oh. <laughs> uh, what's next, Tony? It's an advert, pervert! It's an advert. Okay. <laughs> Quick, to your idiot board. Coming up now is a preview of another oral ejection by A&M. The forthcoming release that is called UCLS. And his preview is exclusive for Friday Rock Show listeners. No one else play it. Useless. <laughs> <laughs> Bastard. College. Cursed, I told you, this place is. From the basement to the apex, it's fucked. A time for learning. Now, I've named this semester low expectations. Then a career on the door, cue beckons. Come on, you pervert. Just calm down, young lad. You'll have a hernia. A time for understanding. A good education is not built on bad friends. Where did you get the money out? Are you allergic to yourself? Hi, my name is Brenda. I'm an 18-year-old virgin. A time for moral advancement. Here, in the state, on the net, an 18-year-old virgin. What? Oh, yes. Profits from losing my virginity. And for one young freshman. I'm so nervous. A company for one night. University College Lockfake State. I'll invite her. And you should help me. Will be a rites of passage. Says. <laughs> An A and M production. Copyright A and M 2007. I've never had sex. This is going to be a bit tricky, my long-haired mongrel. Things depicted in this advertisement are actually those that will appear in the final product. Donkeys. Fucking brilliant. That's it. That's gonna rock the airwaves. Great acting. Fucking ace, my man. <laughs> Loving that stuff. The top 10 mad moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show. Hello, my little babies, Adrian and Tony. This mad moment is from 2001. One of my personal favourites, Karen, took a job at the bank, and it was in the Bank of Scotland. There began a romance of large volumes with the juicy Quentin. Mad moments number three. It came to my attention though that Quentin's donation was significantly bigger than the others. Don't <laughs> talk properly. I've not seen any player. Doesn't happen now, does it? No. Go on, will you see Being a shy country girl, I didn't quite know how to attract his attention. Really so I decided this girl so needed a new strategy. I began slipping pictures of myself in the magazines Quentin was using. Finally, curiosity got the better of me. Flash me. 
<laughs> I decided to follow Quentin to the nation. <laughs> the nation. Yo's right, there's a purpose to fuck me up. The donation station. <laughs> then I glimpsed him, kneeling in front of a picture of me when I was sunbathing on the beach. His face contorted like Jim Carrey. He moaned my name as he crumpled over the plastic jar. Spent. Suddenly he looked up, mortified, and pulled the door shut and ran. My movement was restricted as my panties were like Niagara Falls. Ten minutes later, Quentin appeared there, looking sheepish. He hastily left his jar and went. My heart sank. Quentin's regular visit ceased. I feared I would never see him again. But then one day he came back, along with all my womanly feelings like a dam bursting. It was time to fess up. He had to know my true feelings. <laughs> So I followed him. I paused for a few moments, then entered the room. Quinton seemed to be expecting me, but he was carried. But he carried on as if he enjoyed me watching him. I could hold back no more. He was just so gorgeous. Crouched over my confirmation picture, like a white limper, tensed and ready. And I grabbed him and we kissed passionately. He fell over his trousers and we ended up rising on the cold tile floor. His hands were so all over me, mapping out my body like a cartographer. Now I knew what all the fuss was about. Quinton was the man to make me a woman. Put it inside me, I whispered. Suddenly I felt his rock-hard shaft melt away like a Mars bar left on a dashboard in July. His monumental manhood had gone as limp as during Terry's wrist. What could I say? Was it my fault? I'm sorry, Karen. Quentin whispered apologetically. I can't perform with real women. Only the pictures. She's not my face. This burn bag has become my only sanctuary. <coughs> so this was the man who could do a virtual masturbation, I thought, and was as potent as an elephant. But it turns out he was a total misdoft when it came to real flesh and blood. Concealing my disappointment, I told him it didn't matter, and it was a common problem. Yeah. I hurriedly grabbed my underwear so I could get out of there, as I was afraid Quentin was about to burst into tears right. as he looked down on his lifeless organ. Can we see each other again? I asked before I fled. Quentin nodded emphatically. Of course. I flooded the place. <laughs> All day, the events kept replaying in my mind. It would become my mission to have him hard inside me. Mm-hmm. But Quentin never returned. Jeez, this is fucking Ann Summers. Jeez, <laughs> I'm getting twinges right in this. Stop that question. We're coming to the end now. Go on, that final hurt. I went on the computer to check the donors at all the other sperm banks. But if he used them, he must have used a false name. Yes. So as last resort, I'm going to ask you guys for my help in finding my Quentin. So please, can you do a silla for me and appeal to him through your top radio show? Please find him. He may have a droopy cock, but he's my Mr. Right. Yours sincerely, Karen McGah. What's that now, I see? That was a great laugh. Please, if you've seen Quentin, if you've noticed a man who can, who's been frequenting sperm banks more regularly than your father, please contact <laughs> the Friday Rock Show. BBC.co.uk forward slash Friday Rock Show forward slash 18. The top 10 mad moments of the last 10 years. On that Friday rock show. Lads, that's a pile of shite. <laughs> oh yeah, that was another good one there. Karen, our mad moment. And there's only two more to go. Oh, so so stay tuned. It's getting very tense here. Can it be any better than that? Oh, no. I'm not sure. It's never better. But I actually got a text from Karen. She'd like to tell us that she got married there two months ago. No. So congratulations, Karen McGah, on your, on your nuptials. Yeah, we won't dwell on that one. Right. And we just get on with the show. And I think back to what we're good at. Yeah, playing some shit hop music. And this one is... Oh, it's just porn, man. Our parents' confirmation photo. Watch the news. 
cards on the way to school Use porn to make their shit look really cool So cool The girls I see on MTV Conceal the fact the bands all look like fools But their videos make me Mom or something like that from Trucks one of the best songs of the last 10 years <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for another Mad Moments the top 10 Mad Moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show the Friday Rock Show what is this nonsense another Mad Moment from 2001 this is when our friend Baldy explained to us why he hadn't heard, we haven't heard from him since the end year special <laughs> he'd become a traveller the top like 10 mad moments on the Friday Rock Show. Number 2. I couldn't handle all the bitching and backstabbing. Oh, this. Do you want to know? No. Right, this is Baldy. Well, that's a really great mate. You look so cool. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the women want to sleep, but all the ones there with the little Friday eggs out the crowd looking at you, looking at your balls, seeing us two riding naked <laughs> in the front jacuzzi. R.S. Mm. I found love and giving up the fool's game. This could be the end of the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't all a piece of piss, boys. It was hard grafting just to get to this point of me writing to you now and telling you. And I'll start the weekend after. I finally got the 6,000 compo. It's all right now. I just got to do with anything. <laughs> the start of it. <laughs> Nothing. He just wants to tell you how good he's doing to put you down. He's doing is he? But I'm not reading then. You can shut up your arse, Tony. <laughs> there was Sean, Johnny and me in the car, right? Then there was Johnny's cousin Albert, and Sean's sister's Mary, and her friend, Mutisha. Halfway up the road, back from the nightclub in Kilgrainy, where it happens I just met the love of my life. I was lucky too, because if she turned the fucking sideways, I would have missed her. More that later, though. <laughs> 
boy in the back of the car. Johnny tried to drop the hand on Sean's sister Mary. Sean's like doing 80... <laughs> Sean's like doing 80, 80 grams of fucking cocaine at this stage. <laughs> He's there trying to roll on the fucking dashboard. One hand on the wheel. <laughs> and of course, like a typical woman, she only screamed like to be fucked, kicked out and drove me to the side of the fucking knee. Where does that come? Oh, the pain of it, lads. It was a knee of damage and a dirty sliding tackle when I served me time at Rat Drum Celtic. The top 10 mad moments of the last 10 years on the Friday Rock Show. Phone in now on the Friday Rock Show. Oh, just one more place to go. Who is at number one in the top ten mad moments of the past decade? Getting not nervous. Getting not nervous. All right, it's getting near the end of the night now. We've time for one or more. We've time for one or more two letters. Two or more letters. We've time for another letter. Who is lads? Busher. The new busher. Clean, positive, and well travelled. Well, I have travelled across half the country, sticking junk mail into people's letterboxes. That explains my emaciated experience. Nothing to do with drugs, no, no. I didn't touch the hard stuff like the Manson lads. No, it's all the exercise. I'm working out, lifting dumbbells now, and I'm sitting at home watching Prison Break. <laughs> I don't touch me either. I'm a vegan. Since one time I was frying sausages for myself, and all this white gunk started oozing out of it. Put me right off. Like Noel's wrinkly member. Him standing in the tool shed with a grip in his hand, seeming weeping out of it like pus from an infected wound. Don't like the idea of people touching me food either. So, so I told my man to stop cooking for me, and I went to the chippers instead. Could have cooked for myself, but... ah. I was way too stoned and was too much effort. But at work, I'm totally professional. My problem is the foreigner. No, not the fuffy haired A's rockers who warbled plaintively about wanting to know what love was. Turn your arses to me, lads, and I'll show you what love is, I tell you. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the foreigners at work. They're all Latvians, even. Lubos. This, Zygmastat, Pavlova, the other. It's like Spur summer shopping list. One lad is queer, funny, though. He sounds like Bora. Tom the boss myself had to head off the other morning to burst out a section of rat new. Lou boss goes, here you go, Shrek and Donkey on another whirlwind adventure. Sound funny, alright? But, but was he taking the piss, lads, was he? Anyway, our lad Lou boss, he likes to read the paper on the way to work. He turns around to everybody on the bus, pet. One morning he says, I think your Taoiseach, Bernie Archer, is a great man. <laughs> we all laughed him. It's Bertie Ahern, you daft foreign twa. Sorry, says Lobos. The minibus which takes us to work every morning is always lurching from side to side. It's very hard to focus, focus on them. <laughs> Peh, stop laughing at me. It's hard to focus on the word. Anyway, there's only four natives on the, of the country left working for us. Two of which are girls from the upmarket Newtown. I think one of them, Emma, I think she fancies me. She got my number off Lobos. And now she's starting to text me. Peh, don't know what to do. One of her texts was asking me that I want a shag. A shag? What's the point in a shag? Huh? I want a relationship. Companionship. Someone to build a nest with me. Peh! Someone to moan to when I get home. Then completely ignore the bitch when I get stoned. Don't <laughs> want to get me fags and go to the credit union for me. One night stands are no good, huh? She'd probably get pregnant anyway, and I'd be paying for it for the next 16 years. So Jay-Z only have to tip it off him and the bitches are get up the duff. What's the fucking story with me, Mickey? Bush is the most potent force <laughs> in the universe! <laughs> Big <Bigger> demon! <laughs> By the power of dumb school. Lads, I've come a long way since you started broadcasting. Back when I was Maine and living home with the mammy. Now I'm sort of Maine and living back home with my mammy. <laughs> but, 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 but I've lived a lot in those intervening years. Done drugs. Back to doing none. Had girlfriends. Back to having none. Jibbing on Christie's doorstep. Father and three spawns. Getting compo. Spending the hall in Bostley cars and chipper food. So, it's all sort of come full circle for me. But the music's kept on playing. Let loose, Savage Garden. Aha. Aha! <laughs> 
It keeps on playing, on and on, on and on forever, on a timeless wavelength, never dissipating, giving us strength. Lads, it's gonna be all right. Yours, Busher, 20 years old. Oh, Busher. <laughs> well done, Nettie. Good to hear from you. Sticking with it, one of our loyalist listeners and most potent letter writers of all time. Let's continue with the music from the last decade. The next track is from The White Stripes. And this tune's called Seven Nation Army. 20 years of the FRS. Number one, bad moment still to come. I feel like Tony Robinson now.
There's your man there. That was about the overrated white shite. That's your man and his sister, the White Stripes, pumping out the good shit here tonight on the Friday Rock Show. Right, we're moving along very swiftly now. Getting near the end, I can sense it. Getting near that mad moment. But before we get there, it's time for one more letter. It's another letter, AJ! Yes, sir! My ears just hurt after that. Dear Friday Rock Show, 20 years in the business, rocking the airwaves every Friday night for the last 20 years. Thanks! Truly godlike achievement. Thank you! You're still here and in one piece. That's Many it. bands championed, aired, promoted, maligned, and lost into rock history. Exactly. Hopefully I remember writing into you guys back in 87 and 88. I was a young and enthusiastic young lad then. I even got to speak with Bruce Dickinson live on your 1988 Donington special in August. Okay. What's his name? Peter Pepperoni. Yeah, just, you know, remember uh, him, you? You're ignorant with him. But then again. <laughs> ignorant with most people. You get to teach them hard facts of life, Aisling, don't you? You do. Aisling Byrne teaches you the facts of life. I'll tell you the facts. I'll tell you how it is. Life according to Burnley. Burnley. I don't know how much celebrations you have planned for your 20th anniversary, but do you remember your first Friday Rock show? I do. It was a warm September evening. The sun had gone down, and then there were... And I was there! <laughs> I don't remember it. The sun had gone down, and there began the dawn of rock. Yes! We heard it in Kerrang! Mag- magazine. We'd seen it on the radio news. The new rock show, Friday nights, that our transmitter handed over from Radio 2... Bang! 10pm. Joe Satriani's Hordes of Locusts kicked in. The first oh, signature no. tune. And then there's Adrian introducing oh. Motley Cruz, Shout of the Devil. The first ever song on the show. You didn't play anything off Girls, Girls, Girls released four months earlier. Instead, it was 83 Shout of the Devil. Brilliant! It was a better album anyway. But where are they now? You know, all the bands from that first show. Has the march of time stolen them away into some molten metal graveyard for wrinkly old former rockers? You played two from Saxon that night. Then there was Wasp. Ace Freely, Ozzy, and then the Great Def Leppard special with an interview with Rick Allen and the drummer and three songs from the then new Hysteria album. Fantastic. Then there was Y&T, ACDC, Black Sabbath and Slayer with some shite from EZO, the, th- the Cherry Bombs and Blood Money who were dead and gone by the time October came. A Blood Money were good. But what a show, guys. Yeah. I banged my head hard and went to bed afterwards with some hot chocolate and a warm feeling inside my tummy. That's what you This was my show, yeah. my music, yeah. and my kind of presenters. Thank you. You didn't give a shit. And well, you still don't. And it's a 20 years anniversary. Allow me to catch up with the bands that graced the first ever Friday Rock show and see what's happened to them. First up, Motley Crue. They smelt the money. And now in 2007, they're smelling it even stronger in the studio, working on a new album. Shout at the devil indeed. Ah, Saxon. You played a little bit of What You Fancy from the Crusader album from 1984. Then Strangers in the Night from the Wheels of Steel album. Go Biff Byford! Yeah, Saxon soldiered on into the twilight. (laughs) But then something strange happened. Harvey Goldsmith wanted to try and restore their popularity and cement their reputation as a great band once again. He claimed that their music was just like Our Maidens and they should have similar levels of success. (gasps) Uh, It's a bit controversial, but then... Harvey drafted in two new producers to overlook the production of Saxon's latest studio album entitled The Inner Sanctum, which was released on March 5th, 2007. That's a Harvey Goldsmith reference. They're currently on tour, hopefully not masturbating in a circle over some Jaffa cakes. <laughs> you should play something from the new album, Adrian. It's great! A return to past glories. Or maybe I'm easily pleased in my nostalgia. Anyway, miles better than Snow Patrol. Yeah, who's they? Ace Freely, however, isn't. You played a Rock Soldiers from his 87 half million selling Freely's Comet album. He's an arsehole. 
He liked Ace Freely now. I played an awful lot of Ace Freely. <laughs> <laughs> Despite the positive reviews and healthy album sales of Freely's Comet, Freely was unable to maintain each commercial momentum because he's an arsehole. In January 1996, Freely underwent plastic surgery. Why? Because he's an arsehole. In preparation for the then upcoming Kiss Moneybags reunion tour. That went on for a year before everyone in the band remembered what an arsehole he really was. So they kicked him off the rest of the tour. People think I have a thing against Freely since I had to pay a £17 for an import version of Freely's Comet. Ranking, <laughs> ranking it alongside Tiffany holding old friend's hand and Vinnie Vincent's Invasion, another Kiss guitarist, as the worst albums in my collection. <laughs> no, it's not true. He's just an arsehole. After the Kiss tour, Ace joined a monastery to get sober. According to somebody who cares, Freely has been sober for several years, only drinking three bottles of wine a day, and is supposed to be working on his new solo album <laughs> of grape-squelching sounds, scheduled tentatively for release later this year. Expect lots of crap. Meanwhile, Ozzy Osbourne has gone from strength to strength. The Ozman Cometh. You played Lightning Strikes from the Ultimate Sin album from 1986. Look at that cover. Doesn't he look like Britney Spears in those days? Mm, scary stuff. Anyway, since 87, good old Ozzy has tried to kill his wife. Kill his mum wife. Since, <laughs> anyway, since 87, good old Ozzy has tried to kill his wife, made millions from his Ozfest festival, his MTV family show, his absurd cartoon appearance, and has just gone and shot out a new album called Black Rain on May 22nd, 2007. Rain's not black, Ozzy. Come on, man. Are you thick or what? But what if the mighty Def Leppard? Their fourth album, Hysteria, was released on August 3rd, 1987. It finally made the band into stars. Songs from the album. Interviews. Animal. The band's upcoming album is scheduled to be released to the public early in 2008. Hey, speaking of new stuff, have you heard Bon Jovi's latest offering, Lost Highway? They are successfully removing themselves from the market with this one. Yep, they need a respirator because they're running out of steam. Fuck off, John Bon, time's up. But time is definitely not up for the Friday Rock Show. Yay! Yay for us! Happy 20 years, Adrian and producer Tony. It's another Friday night where I shall go to bed with some hot chocolate and a warm feeling in my tummy. Rock on. Peter Pepperoni, age 38, security guard, Central Supermarket. <laughs> what is it with all these 38-year-olds writing into us? Ah, it's, it's just the times that we, we're in. Times they are changing. Okay, Tony, I think it's time we finally revealed what is the number one mad moment of the last decade. The top mad moment of the last ten years on the Friday Rock Show. It's fucking Crocs. So here it is, the king of the hill, top of the pile, the number one moment of the Friday Rock Show in the last decade. It's a letter from Busher, but surely the real star is the Rock Jacuzzi and the unique slant in gay proceedings that day. Number one mad moment. Take it away! Number one. <laughs> we look some of the stuff you play in the show, but most of it's shy. Yeah, well, what's this about expanding families, you ask? The gist is, I've been going out with the Manson lad lately. Manson has this younger brother, and he would bring us to these parties. We ended up in one of these places, which was full of 15 and 16-year-olds. And one night, Manson told me that a particular young girl would do anything for a toke off the reefer. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when she started dancing about in the candlelight in a haze of smoke, slowly taking off pieces of clothing. This sounds a bit like the last letter. Just reincarnations of past lives. <laughs> then the next minute, all I could see was a huge pair oh of... I got the dash! <laughs> Sorry, I did not touch the jacuzzi with vibration. Is that just you, was it? 
We just decided to patch live over to Wembley Stadium here and join the Live Earth Festival where we find Kasabian on stage. What do you think of those, uh, Tony? Thank you! There you go, that was Kasabian there from the album Empires. We've just nipped out the back door and we find ourselves in Wembley Stadium watching this historic concert bringing global awareness to green issues. Jeez, 20 years ago they didn't wish you about that. They wanted to kill each other, all them communists and all. It's all different now though. You know, all studying your carbon footprint. You know how much of your carbon footprint goes out into the air every day? I just want to address the whole world, wherever you are. Save your energy! Turn off the telly! Save your energy! Stop listening to this, you! Twenty years on the Friday Rock Show. Fuck me, who's I'm only with the top, right with early tractor shit. I've never seen your feet for the dark side. Yeah. Ah! Yoder! Yeah. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. 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 So there it is, 20 years, hard to believe it. And now we embark on the next 20 in fine form, Tony. Oh, I think we've done a good one tonight. As fresh as ever. <laughs> it's hard to believe how much the world has changed over the last 20 years, Tony. I know. We've come a long way. And we're still here together. Haven't fallen out. Haven't had any rock star tantrums. Yeah. Haven't done the drugs. Stayed away from them. Well, mostly. We should have fallen out, broken up, went on, went on the piss and all. Came back then with a really dodgy show. Yeah. But no! We've always come back with the best. Each and every time. Even though rock is... Gone, out, gone into fashion, went out of fashion, came back in again. We've still been here. So, I guess as we look back now on the last 20 years with some tears in our eyes, and uh, as you said earlier, 18, we're just looking back for today, and then from next week, it's on to the future. Well, I definitely think it's a good excuse for us to go out and get absolutely pissed in town tonight. What do you think? <laughs> I'm there, I've got the tickets already. Listen, thanks a million for listening out there. Thanks a million for contributing over the last 20 years. If you've been one of the people who've sent us in letters, texts, emails, whatever. Even greeted me on the street and said I'm doing a good job. Thanks a mail. Keep it real. I'd just like to thank the contributors to tonight's show before we go. I'd like to thank Peter Farr, Baldy, Jerry Dixon, <laughs> Brettany Byrne, Jagger, Dude who went to Tony Robbins, Busher. It's Tucker. And there's Tom Sugar as well, new man Tom Sugar. And don't forget Sherlock there in the polis when you Good were old Sherlock. And everyone who appeared in the top 15 mad moments, like Karen, The Rock Jacuzzi, and everyone else. Everyone. It's just a big love in, that's the moment really, isn't it? It's a love in. And uh, also, hope you enjoyed all the great tracks we've played. The great artists of the last 20 years, including the Chilies. But there's one thing we haven't played. There's been no maiden. Hope you've been saving it for me to last. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I it's going to go and open a new album! A new oh, album! I thought that was out to Monday. Oh, <laughs> oh this, is the, this is going to be the best birthday ever. <laughs> there you go, happy birthday, AJ! Here's our Nathan! <laughs> <laughs> got a contemporary feel. Sounds familiar, though. 
As ever has been a Tony Wilson production uh, presented by myself, Adrian Byrne. We look forward to seeing you very soon. Ta-ra! Thanks to everyone who wrote in, especially Tom Kierkegaard, to Molly, to Tucker, to Dagger, to Busher, and to Turlock, and to everyone. Thanks Keep on rocking! To our party, we're going out to have an absolutely langer. See you next time, 20 years. Here's the next 20. See you soon. Oh, 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 I knew you played for me, Tony. It's the maiden. Yeah, I knew you wouldn't let me down. <laughs> we couldn't have a 20 year show without the maiden. Come on. It's like a dragon's roar. Breathing fire. Come on. 20 years on the Friday Rock Show with Adrian and Tony. Yeah, yeah. Run,